If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Adam has... A, a, he's got one. He's got one fan that is just a rabid fan of his. Yeah, it's him. It's himself. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's himself. It's himself. You know who really likes me? Adam's number Adam, one. Adam Schaefer. Me. Yeah. <laughs> he's the, he's one of the few people I know that looks in the mirror while he masturbates. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Yeah. Watches himself. Everything is awesome. <laughs> to have that, you guys, to that song. When too. I look at myself, it's fucking great. Have you guys seen that movie Everything American Psycho? Awesome. Oh god, a long time ago. Or what's his name? Uh fuck, what's the dude's name? Oh, yeah. He's in Batman. Christian Bale, yeah. He's yeah, when he's doing the trick. So creepy and he's like watching himself. Yeah, he's looking at the beard, he's like flexing <laughs> at himself. That That's is, Adam. That's that's Adam. Is that, is that what we figured out? That's Adam. Yeah. Is is has there been like a theme this month of like pick the fuck on me or what? Oh my god! First it was my dad. You guys well, were picking dude, on me. <laughs> Shut no. up! No, no, you can't that's do that. Could be my comeback. You can't do that to us. First, yeah. First, gotta, first, you guys gave me a hard time for uh, oh, man. for that. And then well, you, you know. I guess it goes in cycles, though, dude. I feel like I, don't know. I was the fat kid, right? Every you guys are picking the shit out of me yeah. for all those months, you know, being the the. What, the what did Doug kid. call me? I wasn't even pudgy. Pudgy. I'm the pudgy. <laughs> yeah, pudgy. Captain Pudgy over here. You know, I got a lot of resentment here. Listen, I'm bringing you, it to the you table. You fucking ripped into me right lot. into your ass. Talk, talking about nerdy. And yeah, you're right. Actually, you know, we all get it. You know, it's funny. I like it when you guys call me nerdy. I, I know that's like a, that's like a, a backsided compliment, bro. Yeah. That doesn't count. Shut up. What are we saying about you? That's bad. That you love yourself. Yeah, that's a you little. Need it's, you admit that. Yeah. 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 Hey, Adam. <laughs> if everybody was like you, they would love themselves. Every, too. You know what? It's 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 so bad. I mean, because now what people have nicknamed us. <laughs> what do they what do they call us? The the ego the the ego the nerd and what do they call Justin? What do they call him? I don't know. They called him the I don't remember what the they, nice guy. Yeah, the nice guy, the nerd, and the ego. I like the other guy. So the, the guy behind the. I guy. think we need to let the listeners know uh the nice guy i don't think that's very accurate because if we were all out <laughs> what if no 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 let's just be let's be honest if we were all out and there was someone being a douchebag the person most likely to fuck someone up is probably Justin. well you just said it though he's being a douchebag <laughs> he, he earned it fucking deserves it yeah. he earned that haymaker yeah to the dome <laughs> otherwise i'm i'm so nice dude like i'm very nice you are you are actually yeah. quite nice so yeah. to look at Thank you, mm-hmm. and I and I think I think I think Sal's ego is bigger than my ego. I think so. I think it's very very much matched. I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. not the only thing that's bigger. So uh, I, I uh, oh, oh oh, it's definitely not your calves. All right, whip it out. Right. Are we now, where's your come? I thought you had uh, a, just got, got oh, a right? quad shot. Oh, we're, yeah. we're gonna have to. The quad shot is next. <laughs> I don't know if you want to, bro. Hey, man, hey, I, shit looks a lot bigger then, on Instagram with filters. And then we'll all do a glute <laughs> shot. I'll kill you guys. Huh? You know what? You know what, dude? Anybody? Here's here's the deal. It, when I can when I can pose next to a IFBB professional physique competitor, <laughs> that's right. He's a professional now. Yeah, you can. He, I'm a. I've never competed in my life. Okay, that's fair. In in physique, um, you know, I look the way I do just because I'm awesome. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not my job. Yeah, dude. plus you're all natural, so it's that's my, it's not a, lot, a lot of kudos I'm, to that. I'm a specimen. I don't shave my calves for fuck's right. sake. No. And if we took away your veins, that's like an inch right off your calves. Plus, you're a lot older than I am too. So no, you, 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 
Yeah, I'm, I'm at least a year and a, a year and a uh, half older. You know what's you know what's crazy though. Summers. Let's be honest though, bro. Let's be <laughs> honest. A couple moons. Okay, our calves are still not like awesome, but bro, where we where we started with our calves. Well, I think that's why I'm so proud of them right now. See, I, and here's a crazy part. Like I don't like I post a picture. I'm not expecting people to be like those are massive calves. I'm happy because they are a million times bigger than they were. My calves were so small. My shin was bigger. So my gr- my calf my gr- my you know what I'm gr- saying yeah I was I was I was all ankle and knee my girl <laughs> my girl said to me she goes she goes honey you gotta post like a before and after your calves I cannot believe how much never you- so embarrassing well, well here's what I said to her I said here's the shitty part is I did, I just started taking pictures of my calves like maybe a year ago because before that I was fucking avoided at all costs <laughs> never <laughs> so I don't have any befores I don't have anything like from uh three four years ago which i would love to love to show everybody the work that's put in right now i just and it sucks because i'm like yeah look at my calves everyone's like yeah they're uh decent it's like you're <laughs> at normal status yeah now. i'm like no but you don't understand they were like crazy small hey, do you measure your calves i don't i don't measure anything really i don't lie i swear even there's my, you measure no even my dick i don't measure <laughs> yeah you do the last time i measured my dick was when i was probably like when in, you're pumping no like eighth or ninth grade i mean it's been a long time so, i mean cock pumping that's when that shit matters you're trying to figure that out you're like am i average or am i above average right now oh fuck i'm below average what do i do with it <laughs> well, dude, the only time it matters is yeah you start googling shit and you find they have penis pumps and you fix that problem then you're fine for <laughs> and you have an argument with your buddies wait no 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 uh, you don't measure from under the balls you start at the freaking bone and then you come up <laughs> that's right yeah there's that's some fake. still inside you gotta pull it out and then i found out when they do all the measurements stuff like that that's actually what a hard penis is and i was measuring when i was flaccid i was like oh i'm fucking good I, there's there's apparently some <laughs> growers and showers have my you, friend have you heard of the toilet and showers. have you guys heard of the toilet paper roll test have you heard of this? The toilet paper. Roll this is this is a real thing. Apparently, I guess maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. If you can take a toilet paper roll, if you can fit your dick in the toilet paper mm. roll, then your average girth. If you can't fit it in, then you're then you're big. Then you're a weird apparently. coffee can. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now, now everyone's gonna go home and try I don't that. Know if that's something to be proud of, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and try that when I go. Yeah, yeah, that does. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna scare a lot of people. Yeah. With I'll, that, with I'll that send you guys a picture later. Man, meat between. He's like, I can't get it off now. <laughs> it's like one of those Chinese finger traps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of those Chinese finger. <laughs> oh shit! But dude, what's your options? I mean, if, you, if it's hanging down to your leg, right, to your like all the way down past your knee, like you have like two options in life: porn star, porn star, or just that guy that just shows it off at parties so i got a story so there was a dude that used to uh i don't know i never saw this myself but he used to work for the same company we used to work for so this is how legend travels now here's the deal when you don't know any companies you here's the deal every a lot of guys make jokes and be like oh i got a big dick when a dude legit has a massive dick he shows dude yeah he shows people yeah for sure he pulls it out all like we applaud it yeah. yeah, nobody's yeah, nobody's yeah. like put your dick away. If it's big, you're like, damn, like, bro, holy shit, bro. So there was this guy apparently, this short, like skinny dude, like you'd never know. And people used to talk about him. And apparently, he'd pull it out, and it it was like a mini forearm. It would like come out, and just lay uh, on the table. Holy shit! And he'd show it makes people that all the noise, time. Like, food. And it's yeah. and it's great when you're like a skinny little guy too, because then it just looks that much bigger too. Yeah, because you know, yeah, <laughs> you're, I had, you're like five six, skinny, 150 pounds. So he used to like pull it out like all the time. 30 percent cock. Yeah, tripod. That's exactly, dude. Yeah, and, and this, he would show people all the time. I know this poor guy. Well, not poor guy, because obviously he's like insanely hung like a horse. Uh, this ble- <laughs> blessed guy. Yeah, this blessed guy. And like, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he gave himself the nickname Rock. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was like, okay, dude, you know, whatever. And so we're all hanging out and like, of course he's going to take it out and show it, show us. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. I, you know, yeah. you got a big, big schlong, dude. Yeah, whatever. Oh, check it out. And then boom, lays it out there on the table. <laughs> it's like, it's seriously, it's about as big as my forearm, you know? Jesus. And it, it, but the thing is, dude, the guy would go on dates and everything. And like, like girls, like it would not last for very long. Like once I'm, I'm thinking like after a couple dates, like it gets to the business and then they actually see it. And like some of them, like it's too big. Yeah. They were like scared of it. Yeah. And like, he was talking about that. He was like, mm-hmm. It, yeah, so I think oh, poor problems, you yeah, know. Yeah. I think I think it's mostly just a, a bragging rights to your boys. It is if it's that yeah, big, you just kind of you know just I mean? throw it out there, yeah. let, let it swing in the wind. You know, something I want to. Uh, I feel like we we've had um, a lot of people asking about um, some of our questions that I feel like we've kind of addressed in earlier episodes, but I realize now that we have like a hundred something episodes. And there's some topics that I think that we should kind of revisit that we haven't talked about in a, in a long time. And probably okay. the, the most common one that I get hit up a lot with right now is uh, the cardio debate. Mm. Um, and th- there's a lot there's a lot of people that at, keep asking the questions about cardio with me is, you know, do you do fasted cardio? Is fasted better than than hit cardio? And should I do uh, what time should I do this? And or should I do cardio if I'm trying to gain? Yes, exactly. So cardio has become like the is a, is a hot question right now. And I I feel like if you've listened to all of our episodes, you've kind of you we've given that information out, but maybe you haven't caught so all. So you want to dedicate an episode to cardio? Yeah, I would like I would like to kind of you know share. Maybe maybe we go around and we share a little bit about our, our own philosophies, how we utilize cardio. Because, uh, I mean, we've all been on the, the bulk and we've all been on the cut. We've all uh, trained for sports and we've all not trained for sports and just overall health. Like, you know, so, you know, how have we utilized cardio in our, our routines and, you know, our philosophies behind that? Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because mm. cardio is probably one of the most misunderstood aspects of uh altering the way you look yeah it's easily one of the most misunderstood even in the uh hardcore fitness uh realm i feel like it's one of the most abused too it's just misunderstood i mean on all levels well it's the easiest to to step into right yeah like, oh yeah yeah if, if, yeah if you're if you're average person and i know that nobody that's listening is like the average person because we no, tend to attract are, a lot of our listeners are pretty sexy yeah and muscular, they're sexy they're the intelligent best. you yeah. know yeah they have a lot going yeah. for them i'm talking about the people that don't that sit on the couch mm-hmm. and uh i mean that's that's a very high majority like you're 80 90 of of people and all they know like they're like okay weights yeah i know that that does stuff for me but like i'm just you know that's intimidating whatever it is I'm just going to go walk. I'm just going to go run. And mm-hmm. so then that becomes their thing. And and it's just easy, right? You just, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna walk. And then now I can jog a little bit because I'm losing the weight. Now I can run. And so that's like the answer. It, that's, a, that's a great point. I, I think uh, as we get into, uh, we're going to dive into this topic here. I think you can break cardio. The reasons why people do cardio down or even the benefits of cardio down into a few categories. Okay. We're going to make them pretty general. Because there's a lot more than the ones I'm going to name, but cardiovascular activity um, for health, longevity, cardiovascular activity to burn calories and burn body fat, and then cardiovascular activity to increase athletic performance. Yes. I think those are the three main that, broad categories, yeah, right, that fair. you can plug them into. Mm-hmm. So we should talk about all three. 
and right. how they're either different or how they cross over into each other. Okay. All right. So um, let's start with uh, you know I'll tell you what. I'll Wait, co- before we start, yeah. I feel, cover, like, I feel we... like since this is so dedicated to cardio, I need to like have a song for it. Okay. Cardio Queen. No more love on the run. <sighs> no more love when you got the run. Right, I'm ready. <laughs> why don't we why don't we each take one of those? You you said sports performance, uh aesthetics or and then I'll take the I'll take the longevity one. Health and longevity, and yeah. I'll take aesthetics, Justin, you take yeah, sports performance since that kind right. of wraps us all up anyway. So. Yeah. Why don't you, since uh, 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 health and longevity is the most boring, why don't you go ahead and start? So. Okay. <laughs> Turn your nerd hats on. It's uh, it's time to party. Yeah. Guys- so, so, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to get information that um, is legitimate and uh, backed by science. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no. Here, like, here's 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 something cool. Here's something cool about cardio. So, you you you've all heard me talk about myostatin. Myostatin is a potent uh, muscle growth regulator. So when myostatin is high, muscle doesn't grow. When myostatin is low, muscles grow. It's so potent, in fact, that if you just blocked myostatin and didn't do shit, you'd build a lot of muscle. Uh, Anabolic steroids don't even do this, okay? The reason why I'm talking about this is because cardiovascular activity done regularly lowers overall body myostatin levels. And I want to say that because people have this uh, misconception that cardio... (coughs) Doesn't build muscle. Bullshit. If it's done properly, it will tip the body into a more favorable position to build muscle if it's done right. Very good wording right there. Now, that being said, let's talk about longevity here. Longevity is different than performance. In fact, training for maximum performance can be counter to longevity. So if you look at an athlete who's trained at an extremely high level to perform at a particular sport or event they are not going to have long-term health like someone who eats and trains to live a long life. Um, Now, you can definitely do both. You can definitely do both. And most of us are not looking to be at that top upper 0.1% of training. Now, for me, I like to combine the two quite a bit. And I'm always trying to train to be at that top level. But I notice that when I incorporate longevity into that, not only do I still get at that level that's high, but I can maintain that level long-term. Whereas before, I'd find myself bumping in and out of that level because of overtraining injury. Um, you know, I'd burn myself out, whatever. When it comes to cardio for longevity, frequency and uh, low intensity is, is, is important. And they know this from doing studies on uh, people who live the longest. And they do daily activity, daily cardiovascular activity, but it consists of things like walking, hiking, um, you know, rowing a boat out to fish, you know stuff like that. It's it's not connected to uh, running long distances, sprinting, doing hardcore type of cardio. I personally, the type of cardio that I tend to do tends to be very low intensity, and I do it 20, 30 minutes at a time. It's not really a workout. Uh, I use the time to meditate, and it's for my health. <clears throat> and I notice I build more muscle, and I stay leaner, and I feel better when I do it that way. So um, that's where you get the longevity aspect. So if you want to do cardio to, to just for health, a 20 to 30 minute walk every single day in addition to your normal activity um, is where it's at for that. So Beautiful. yeah, God, well, so, so yeah. So now we'll, now. Um, so let me go over what I read in Men's Health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So magazine. no, no, no. Uh, 
it's, it's great that you let out with that because I, I'm going to come from the aesthetic point because this is the the world I live in. Because you're, <laughs> you're so aesthetic. And, and, and I want and I, 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 I live I want to point out that uh, in, in, this is definitely a topic Butter. I think that we all 100 percent agree on. It's just that like uh, why we we separated these in categories is because it, it is you. It's really about and I think this is why people get so confused. Is you're you're not going to hear me talk totally different about my my theories and philosophy on cardio, but it's not different because I disagree. It's different because I have a different focus, and I have things that are are more important to me than overall health. So uh, I think that's important for people. I think people they ask basic questions like, "What's the best cardio to do?" When you know you ask a trainer like one of us that. I can't answer that to you because you got to tell me what are your priorities and your goals and what's the main thing that you you care about because based off of what you tell me is based how I'm going to give you advice, whether I'm going to advise you the way Sal's talking right now or what Justin's about to say or what I'm about to talk about right now. Mm -hmm. And now for me, when I speak, I speak in the aesthetic world because it's men's physique. It's what I, it's about the way I look. This not, that doesn't mean that I neglect wanting to perform good or I don't care about being healthy. It just means that that's always a priority for me. So that being said, I use cardio as a tool. And, you know, there are a couple of things to keep to keep in mind that people don't realize is that uh, neuromuscular adaptation happens to us within two to four weeks of cardiovascular training. So what that means is our, our body becomes uh, adapted to whatever modality that we're, we're doing this, this cardio in. And so it becomes less effective as far as from a calorie and fat burning standpoint than it was the very first time you got on. So if I hopped on a treadmill and I started blasting away, whether it be hit, whether it be uh, moderate intensity, whether it be um, high intensity, doesn't matter. Regardless of what the intensity level is, if when I the first time I got on that piece of equipment and I started doing something, the very first time I've get, I'm getting maximum aesthetic benefits from it the very first time opposed to the 15th time that I did it by the 15th time that I've done that, that exact modality or that way of training cardio wise, my body is becoming way more efficient at being on the, which is why you notice, you know, if you were doing hill sprints, the first time you did them, you about died. And then two, three months later, they're beginning easier and easier for you. Well, that's great because you've you're showing that you're becoming better at performing. But on a on an aesthetic thing, when you're wanting your body to change because of, because of it, and you're wanting to maximize fat oxidation because of it, you are getting less and less benefits from that. So that being said, for me, it's always about confusing the body and making sure that my body is not getting used to whatever it is I'm doing. So I utilize hit, I utilize fasted, I utilize steady state. And for me, it's, it's really, like I said, it's more like a tool. So, you know, when I, I, I actually want to design my weight training and I want to design my nutrition plan around zero cardio. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I put together a plan that says, okay, I'm not doing any cardio. I need to figure out what I need to intake as far as food. I need to figure out how many days a week I'm training and how I'm going to split that up to get me to whatever my goals are. And that doesn't matter whether I'm gaining or leaning. So whatever it is, I, I start my program design around no cardio. And then cardio gets introduced as a tool, whether it be a plateau breaker, whether it be like I'm using it right now in my reverse diet. So right now I'm reverse dieting from a show and I'm slowly increasing calories. So typically I would not want to be doing cardio right now, but I'm doing cardio right now just to negate the extra intake that I'm in taking right now. So I don't have this huge uh, caloric surplus and my body doesn't put on this extra body fat. But as soon as I kind of level out my, my uh, metabolism and my body is now used to intaking 4,000 to 4,500 calories again, I will start to tailor off and get rid of cardio until it's time for me to cut and get shredded again for a show. 
And all of that is, is because I, once again, I want my body to get used to not doing cardio. I want it to not be used to getting on a treadmill and power walking up an incline or doing the Stairmaster for 20 or 30 minutes. Because when I do decide to do that again, I want it to go, oh shit, this is crazy. Now, I got a question for you, Adam. You, um, when you say cardio, you're talking about specifically getting on a cardio machine, doing cardio. Even when you're not doing cardio, how often do you take your dogs for a walk and stuff like that? Okay, so I'm a good question because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a huge neat guy. So I do focus a lot of just on my activity levels and, and moving around. So which is probably more related to like your steady state, right? Right. That's so, why I asked because I know you have dogs and I know you take yes. them for walks. So yeah. you know, how often does that happen? Every day. So how so how long? Let's if you were to accumulate the total amount of walks that you did, you did like that would be, would it be like 20, 30 minutes? Um. Okay. So it, it, each day would fluctuate a little bit because I also would my highest activity actually of like walking or brisk walking or actually mm-hmm. getting my steps up and and elevating my heart rate a little bit more than resting right. Uh, like a, a walking the dogs is actually more so when I'm teaching a class. So I just now today I, I got off of teaching four classes in a row. Um, in four classes within four hours, um, I stepped 13,000 steps. That's oh, wow. more okay. than the, that's more than most. The average American steps 3,500 to 4,000 steps day. in one whole day. And the reason why I brought that up is because you're going to hear people. There's going to be people listening right now. They're going to be like, oh, Adam doesn't do cardio. Right. He just works out that one hour right. or whatever it is. And, yeah. and most people don't teach classes like you do. Yes. And a lot of people don't even take dogs for walks and shit yeah. every day. So you've got the, the dude that's that sits. That's a great point. Yeah. The, the, the woman or man who sits on the couch. Or, you know, not the couch, but sits at their desk no, all day long. You have to remain active is is basically the point you're trying to make with that, right? Yeah, because so. I don't have dogs, so yeah. I don't walk dogs, um, and I don't teach classes like you do. And so I, I would I would venture to say that my activity, including my cardio, that I consider cardio every day, is probably equal to yours when you're not doing your quote-unquote so, cardio. What's great is that I actually, you know, I track all of this. So I can give you a day when I don't teach any classes, I don't really walk any dogs. I'll only step about 5,000 steps. Okay. So that's a day like- And that's so, an a- that's more of like an average American. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's actually even on the higher end of average American. I'm still pretty mm-hmm. you know, uh, active. I'm also animated with the way I talk. So that even makes a difference. People don't realize that. But if you're- It adds up. If you're a, if you're a hand talker, you know, you move your hands a lot or you fidget a lot. Like, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure I have ADD, although I've never I been dance, a, a, diagnosed with it. Uh <laughs> Those that burns a lot of calories. It adds up throughout the day. So I'm, I'm definitely fidgety, um, and I burn. So I burn five thousand, or I mean, I have five thousand steps, and a, a low calorie expenditure day for me is about twenty eight hundred to three thousand. That would be low. So five thousand steps, twenty eight hundred to three thousand calories. Now, I make it. Uh, I make an effort to make sure I never do less than ten thousand. And that, so it may be walking the dog or I might just get on a treadmill. And so I don't count that as cardio. So it was a very good question that Sal asked that because I'm not like getting on there and even breaking a sweat. I might get on my treadmill and literally walk on my treadmill while I'm emailing, doing social media, reading something. I'm like, I'm walking that slow, like literally like a three speed and like on a one incline, you know, it's not deliberate. So like what you're doing, like you're still active. Yes. Yeah. But it's not like you're, you're accounting for that. You're just like assuming that, you know, I'm, I'm always pretty active on, on, on some form, you Mm -hmm. know, some level. Yeah. So like in talking about performance, I have to rev specifically um, my cardio up when I'm going into conditioning mode. The, the fact that athletics involves so many specifics. Yeah. I was just going to say that because it's, it's, for longevity, cardio is very general. It gets more specific when you're doing it to burn body fat, but nothing is as specific 
as doing cardio for athletic performance because then you got to measure things like VO2 max and output and all that shit, right? Right. And and the problem is is that uh, I can't be uh, yeah I can't be generalized. I can't I can't take something and say hey well you know during the week you're going to do X amount of cardio in between your workout sessions and and apply that to most of my athletes when I don't when I'm not like completely specific to that sport. Uh, so if I'm if I'm training for instance for football and I'm doing hill sprints or I'm doing these real high intensity type movements that I'm trying to get more explosive work for them, it's in periods. So I'm doing interval training. I'm doing certain things to to bring out that explosiveness and performance, but then I'm cutting it off, you know, and then we're working uh, on a lower intensity. And then in between that, you know, you have to recover. So recovery is another element to that, that uh, when you're raising that intensity up, now we have to account for that right afterwards. And so uh, basically it's about the movements in the process. Like it, it's, it's getting stronger in these movements that, that produce what you want within the athletic event. And so that's really the, the main focus for me when I'm training clients or I'm going through this myself is, you know, how am I going to be more explosive in this first step? How am I going to, uh, yes, conditioning is definitely a component to that. So conditioning wise, talking about that adaptation, that that's, two week, you know, period or month period or whatever it takes your body to, to acclimate. And so like you're, you're talking about like double days or you're talking about hell week, or you're talking about these weeks leading up to, prior to your sporting events. Um, you know, you do that purposefully to get your body conditioned um, in order to perform at a pretty high level, but, but, you know, keep the endurance side of it. Well, it's, That's, I'm, it's, I'm glad you brought that up yeah, because, I well, I was going to say, when I did, um, when I used to compete and train in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I trained with some pretty high-level high guys and I got to the point, I, was, I would train four days a week and I got to the point where I could roll at a high-intensity, high-level for you know, match to match to match for an hour, hour and a half, which is a lot. I mean, that's wrestling. Now, I went from there at that fitness level and then I went and did some boxing. Mm-hmm. And my endurance was shit for boxing in comparison to how my endurance was for Brazilian jiu-jitsu and vice versa. We'd have guys come in who were great, you know, runners or sprinters or whatever. And on the ground, they'd gas out after five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's super specific, you yeah. know, the, the type of cardio training you're doing. It's, got, it's very specific for oh, the yeah. sport. I think it's also great to point that, I mean, this is why it's so great we did it this way with Justin now talking about that. So I talked about uh, adaptation almost being a bad thing you know, for what I'm trying to do. And in your case, it's, it, it's a positive thing yeah, because you want it's necessary. Yeah, it is necessary. You want to become efficient. Exactly. You want to be, and that's, uh, I think so important to note. And I think why people get so confused because they might hear from one trainer who's like, Oh, you, you know, we want to get good at this. We want to do that. We want to show performance and in, increase and this and that. And then people are like, well, wait a second, he said this and I've been told that, but then this trainer tells me this or I hear that. Right. So it really depends on you and what you're trying to do. So they, it has its benefits and in, in its place for it, all types, you know, for sure. So I think a good rule of, thumb for most people um and i say most people because most people are just the average person yeah who wants to get in better shape number one what kind of cardio should i do uh pick the one that you like the most <laughs> no no shit because no, look, I exactly because you know waking up at 5 a.m and swimming in a cold lake might burn more calories than you know going yeah. for a walk after dinner outside but you're not going to wake up at 5 a.m and go swim in a cold lake for very long before right. you tell yourself fuck this right well, yeah you don't want to burn out you know just because it's you might think that you're going to burn more calories at x you know exercise it's it's a matter of how often you can do it and 
if you think of if you think of cardio more as a conditioning element to it, you know that's something that you're going to want to keep doing, you know, consistently, and then uh, you know cycle it out. Yeah, well, and, and like I said again, second thing I'd say. So pick number one, pick a cardio that you like the most, and number two, this is again for the average person, save the intensity for the weights. Yes. So this is for the average person. Uh, again, you're just looking for overall fitness and health. Weights, you got to be intense. Cardio, you don't. Unless, again, like like what Justin was saying, unless you're an athlete specifically training for some type of cardiovascular endurance, cardio, save the intensity for the weights because that's where you're going to get the benefit. If you are always applying intensity to your cardio, you're asking for trouble. The high, Even the highest level freaking endurance athletes in the world you know, periodize their, um, their, their cardio. So yeah, I, you have to, I have something that's, I don't want to say it's conflicting to that, but it's a little bit different. Uh, my approach to cardio, how I introduce. So I, I tell you guys, I go from no cardio. Um, for me, I, I'm in the gym seven days a week at a minimum of 60 minutes. And I'm, so I'm always trying to maximize my time and I'm, I'm trying not to be in there uh, more than that as, as little as possible. And, and obviously as I'm getting closer to a show, I kind of have to. So one of the things that I do is the first thing that I actually introduce is 12 to 15 minutes of post-workout hit. So that, if I, the very first bit of, yeah, any, I remember you, you, that's what you always talk about. Yeah. So the very, and, uh, and I agree with Sal when he's talking about the intensity for sure, but the, for me, it's a time thing. So, uh, I, I would, I would rather, spend 30 to 45 or an hour of steady state and just kind of cruise along and read a book and just, and burn those extra calories that way. But then that adds an extra 45 to an hour to the already hour. I just spent lifting weights. So for me, what I'll do is I'll, I'll add the 12 minutes of hit post-workout first to get some benefits from the cardio from that. And I'll run that for a couple of weeks. And then after that, then I'll start introducing like 30 minutes to 40 minutes of steady state or fasted cardio into my routine. And that way, one, once again, I'm confusing the body. It's not used to th- that modality. And then on top of that, it's I'm, I'm waiting to add more time till later. Because for me, I don't like doing cardio. I'll just be straight up honest. I fucking hate cardio. And I'm, I'd rather put... Put the time in the way. You know what and, that makes you? What's that? Normal. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I'm always trying to avoid it. I, for me, I used to always, when I first got in this competing world, and I saw these these competitors, and they, it used to be like they'd all be backstage, like, oh my god, the two day, two hours a day of all this. That's so stupid, crazy. And I'm like, dude, I I would just rather just stay, eat less. Yeah, I'd be dis. I'd rather be more disciplined on my eating and just eat less. Like I don't got time to be in the gym for three hours. I got two questions for you. So uh, on your because you talk about doing like you'll say you'll do twelve minutes post workout of uh, of hit cardio. Yeah. Two things. Um, number one, what are you using typically when you do that? Like what piece of cardio? And number two, how do you break it up? What do you mean? What do you mean the? How do I do the intervals? Yeah, so like, are you using elliptical, treadmill, bike, and then how are your intervals broken up? Uh, I'll do. I, I typically I'll do either treadmill, elliptical, or stairmaster are my kind of three okay. go go to. Although I still do stuff like warrior ropes and other things like that, but those are probably my go to. Okay. I, We'll do that. And then, you know, for me, what I'll do is, uh, so most people have probably, you know, I'm Mr. Not Structured. So most people have this, you know, oh, you sprint for one minute, then you walk for 30 seconds. I go as hard as I can until I got to take a breath and then I'll kind of walk, let my heart rate come down, gather myself. And then I go hard as until hard as I can. Until you're ready to do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just easy. Oh. It's just easier for me to manage that than it is to like. To time it. Yeah. Time it, time it, time it, time it. Actually, you know why I like your, you know why I like your method better? Why? Because it's, uh, it's going to follow how you're, how you're feeling closer mm-hmm. than the other way. Cause I can easily, this is, this is one of the reasons why I'm not against hit 
cardio. But you don't hear me promoting it very often, and I'll tell you why. I've seen way too many people um, overdo that shit uh, than other forms of cardio, uh, besides the freaking get on cardio. Because they're not really listening to their body. They're just trying to follow a format. Right, and it's like, you know, I started doing hit cardio, but now I'm losing strength in the gym, and I'm feeling like, you know. So I like your method better. Like, go hard, and then when you think you need to take a break, Take a break, uh, you know, go slow until you feel like you're ready to go and go again. And then, but all you're doing is you're taking, you're keeping track of the total 12 minutes or whatever. Right? Yeah. And I think, I think to bring it back to your point of like, you know, what, what motivates you as an individual, like for me, I, I can't stand going on the treadmill. I can't stand, you know, and so you're talking about cardio, like, oh God, I would, I don't want to even do it. And I just want to lift weights. Well, I enjoy, you know, doing Muay Thai. I enjoy doing things that are like, uh, aggressive and like punching the shit out of something and wearing myself out, right? Yeah. Like that's that's great. Like it gets out aggression. The and, nice guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the nice guy. No, 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 I get it all out there. But um, you know, like that's that's part of my training. I'm not going to eliminate yeah. that uh, just as much as as weight training. But um, it's because it it it's something I'm motivated to do. Uh, and so I'll just I'll just kind of work that into the programming. Well, see, all. I do every single morning. I wake up, uh, I don't know, five thirty, six a.m., and I do thirty minutes of steady state on. I have a stationary bike next to my bed. Now, if you were to see me, look, it's fucking slow. I'm pedaling. My hands aren't even on the handles because I'm either reading or I'm I'm doing social media or I'm doing my my you know something that has to do with the business. So for me, it's just I'm going to get up and do some work, and I can sit on this bike and move while I do it. And and that's why and that's why I enjoy doing it. And also, by the way, uh, for you uh, you know nerdy people out there, um, repetitive motion, um, low intensity repetitive motion frees up the brain and increases the ability to perform abstract thought. Mm-hmm. So this is why you know when you're if you're a writer and you get writer's block, one of the first things I'll tell you to do is go for a go long walk. walk. Around, yeah. yeah. When you're doing something over and over and over again where you don't have to, like I'm riding a bike, I don't have to think about what I'm doing. It occupies certain parts of the brain and it frees up other parts of the brain. And that's when I have some of my best um, thoughts. And that's why sometimes I'll be annoying and text you guys at, you know, 530 in the morning with some random shit. No, I think I, 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 so I have something to piggyback off of what you just said too. I personally, in my own personal experience with all the different modalities and and ways of of, uh, attacking cardio, I actually think that has been one of the most effective things for me for overall reducing body fat and leaning out is waking up an extra hour early, getting on there and doing some fasted, low intensity cardio. Now, and and there's all kinds of studies, and especially if you're a Lane Norton fan who who debates that now because he used to be a, a fasted guy, and now he talks about the benefits of being fed cardio, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing, and here's the, what I've realized with myself is when I schedule that or I do that, first of all, I'm getting up an extra hour early that I wouldn't be getting up if I wasn't getting my ass over to the treadmill. And if I don't get my ass up to the, go over to the treadmill or whatever it is, whether it be a walk at home or treadmill, stairmill, whatever your, your, your mode is you want to do, uh, that I would be kind of moseying around the house, getting up slowly, you know, having my cup of coffee, you know, kind of getting ready for work, getting in the car, driving, doing very low. And I haven't really kicked up my metabolism. Getting on there and doing that, I, I noticed like, I noticed like, okay, so let's say uh, in order for me to do it before work, I'd have to get up at 6 a.m. So I have to get up at 6 a.m. I do it from 6 to 7. And because let's say my work life starts at 7 o'clock. Well, let's say Adam doesn't get up for fasted cardio from 6 to 7. He just goes about his his work life. Well, from 7 to 10, I'm kind of slow-mo at work. 
I'm, I'm there. I'm going through the motions. I'm moving. I'm doing stuff like that. But my energy levels isn't the same. I'm not as animated. I'm not pushing as hard. I get up. I go do that fasted cardio from six to seven. I hit work at seven o'clock. I'm like way more vibrant. Mm -hmm. I'm moving more, which in turn always ends up burning more calories. And because I track all this shit, I can see that. And so mm -hmm. I find getting up in the morning uh, extremely effective for me. Well, the, the science, you've, you can find science to support it and you can find science that says no. And I'm going to break it down in a nutshell. Here's it. Here it is. Fasted cardio, you will utilize more fat for as energy. That's not disputed. That's actually, uh, that's pretty much scientific fact. Here's where it gets disputed. Fed cardio tends to be more intense. Yeah, because you can push harder. Because you, you're fed, you got more energy. So overall... If you're doing fed cardio, many times you'll end up burning more calories. And although the percentage of calories are are gonna or less of them are gonna come from fat, overall you're burning more fat. And so right. this is where the argument goes. Now for me, I'm not gonna do intense cardio for, first thing in the morning. So whether I'm fed or not, I'm gonna get on the bike and do my car and do, and read or whatever. So I do it fasted. Um, you when you wake up first thing in the morning, a lot of us are in ketosis, and so you're gonna get some more of those fatty acids. And then as Adam said, you know. There's two ways people, two two types of people. There's people that wake up in the morning with just enough fucking time to get ready to leave. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Or there's people that wake up and like to give themselves 30, 40 minutes to relax or whatever. I'm one of those people, but rather than giving myself the 30, 40 minutes to relax and gather my thoughts, I use it to be a little active. But again, it's low intensity. I'm on there and I'm, and I'm reading. And this is, you know, I kind of, I really value that time. Like I got kids at work a lot. Um, I really value that 30 minutes of you know, I keep the lights off in my room so I don't wake up my wife, put my headphones on. And um, I'm telling you, man, I've had some of my best uh, ideas during that during that time. So something I, I, I think a lot of people should do and enjoy. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time... This is Mind Pump.